the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. What the heck is this song? Is this like a 1980s bad pop Euro trash import? Nope, I hated music in the 80s. You hated it? I did. I hated music in the 80s. That's kind of a bold statement. Yeah. I didn't like the poppy stuff. You're a man filled with hate. <laughs> I kind of like that. I'm not sure why, but I do. You got more anger than me. You ever freak out? Like, um, what was your last big freak out on another human that you feel regret for? <laughs> I have no idea. You're going to put me on the spot. I walk in the studio. Hey, everybody. It's Chad Burton. <laughs> it's Chad Burton. I got a great well, I got a great one. Um, this was, uh, well, last Friday. I freaked out on someone, but... I was here in studio, but even before that was the, the cable modem one. Have you ever heard my cable modem story? No, huh? Doing a national, oh, national American Express. I freaked out at somebody on American Express. Yeah. There you go. I'll tell you that story. Go ahead. I'm doing a national radio show, and uh, I just got a cable modem. This was 15 years ago, 14 years ago. Mm-hmm. It was Comcast, and you know it's it's crazy expensive. It's not crazy. Probably back then it was like 60 bucks a month, 70 bucks a month. I had the business service that it was never supposed to go out. Sure enough, it starts crapping out in the middle of the show, and you, you can't do a show without content. Right. You can't do a show without someone calls up. You're getting 12, 13, 14 calls an hour. What do you think about Juniper? And you're trying to read the analyst reports during the commercials. You're trying to you know get up to speed. You're breaking your neck for this whole thing. And uh, long story short, you know it didn't work. So the next day I'm calling Comcast. I'm like, you know, the modem problems keeps crapping. It's the modem. The modem's crapping out. Not the service. The modem. I'm like, I need a new modem. Can I come pick one up? They're like, no. You have to wait for a truck roll. It's going to be three weeks. I'm like, three weeks? I say, you know, you'll know the house that it is because you don't even have to look at the numbers. It'll be the house that has the modem in the front porch that has poop on it. I'm going to poop on your modem. So I'm just like freaking out at this person. The 15 years ago, you're, you're just so frustrated in the moment of trying to do a show with good content that you kind of lose your, your, your cookie, so to speak. Uh, uh, especially on the tech side when the person on the phone can't speak English and then they're running you through stuff that you've already done and you're trying to catch them up to where you are in the process of fixing your computer, your modem, or whatever. And again, the only thing I could say is I apologize because I told another human being that didn't deserve that. Like, she probably was a call center person like, Kansas. Yeah. And she probably said, that was my call of the day. <laughs> no one deserves to be say, to say, your modem's got poop on it. Yeah. That's all I got, ladies and gentlemen. So, credit card tricks, that's what had me freak out on somebody. I, so American Express, we use American Express at our firm because, you know, I've got clients all over the West Coast. So we do a lot of traveling. Our advisors travel. 
Sure. And uh, the American Express that I use, you get, you know, if you book travel on it, you get credits back that directly reduces your bill. So anyways, it's, it's kind of one of those things where it gets paid off every month, but it also gets high balances because a lot of stuff runs through it to get those credit, those travel credits back. Well, during the credit crisis, American Express kept sending letters during the whole period of time, lowering our credit limit on the card for absolutely no reason. It just continued to drop because what they would do is they would target businesses that they thought were going to have financial issues because of the economic downturn. So what are they going to do? They're going to look at a money management firm thinking, oh, well, the market's melted down. They must be in trouble. And so we kept getting credit reduction limits. And also at the same time, there's this deal where they say, you, you know, if you, if you pay off typically a credit card by the end of the month, you don't get financed, right? Right. Well, they changed the date to the 15th of the month. So tricky. It's very tricky. And so not only did they lower the credit limit to the point where it was, we had always reach it at the end of the month and then pay it all down. They did it to the point under exactly the amount that they knew we would reach on a monthly basis. So one month it went over at the end of the month on the 30th when it got paid off. It was a thousand over the credit limit, and they had changed the date to the fifteenth, so we didn't pay it off by the fifteenth. Okay, get to the yelling at the person. They raised the interest rate on us, perfect credit, perfect client, to like eighteen percent. And so I said, "Look at what we do as a company with your firm as business." And I said, "Here's what's going to happen: We're never going to use your card again. I'm going to tell my clients not to use your cards again." Or you can get the interest rate fixed in this last month of finance charge taken off my account, or you can get creamed by us, and we're never going to use you again. Tell our clients to use you again, and then I'm going to probably tell you what a, how ticked off I am on radio so people can be aware what American Express does. So there you go. And, and I basically screamed at three you're like, managers. You're like a Christian Mormon anger person. Oh, uh, you should have heard me. It was You're, you're kind of like, who's the guy who lives across from the Simpsons? Oh, uh, Mr... Flanders. Flanders, okay. You're kind of like a Flanders. Great Google and Moogle. No, it's, so. uh, if you had asked my employees, they would have told you. It didn't sound like Mr. Flanders at all. So what else do you got for me today? Well, yesterday we got to go to that pizza party at Cafe Press, right? Yeah, that was kind of fun. It was. It was a good time. Good group over there. So Cafe Press is going to be going public. And so we did a talk regarding stock options and basically a money 101 and then how to figure out how to use your stock options as part of your wealth building and how to set goals there. But one of the questions that we got, which was great, is, is somebody in the audience said, well, why do I have to buy disability insurance if I pay into the state California disability pool, right? Sure. I mean, because up to about, what, 94000 or so, you're, about 1% of your paycheck goes in California goes to the state program. So yep. a lot of people... And, and I, that's why I like doing these things, Rob, because you realize, you know, we deal with this retirement and the wealth management all the time. So it's good to go back and, you know, what are people that are starting out facing? What are the questions that they typically have? And so this person was thinking they didn't need disability insurance because they were an implant here in California. So they thought they were covered. And I tell you what, if you become disabled, that's about the last type of coverage you want. It's very limited. It's like 52 weeks of coverage at somewhere like around 1000 a month max, and it's hard to get. It means you can't work eight days in a row at all. And so I'll talk about it after the break when we come back on why you need your own disability insurance coverage, but just don't even count California in as, as part of that. It's, it's a worst-case scenario, and it's a very short-term coverage, and your family could go broke. Good stuff. CFP Chad Burton. People's families going broke and more. <laughs> it's, it's good living, right? That's good. California good living. Anything you want to say? Hey, I'm happy to be here on AM 1220 with Rob Black.
call, did you, how did call, you, call the show. I did the show go the other night, Monday night. I went good. I mean, <laughs> I can't wait till we are live with it. But. Yeah. Stop saying that. I, hey, I like call. I like calls. Chad does his own show here Monday nights at six. Take a break here. We'll be right back. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking money, finances, invested in more. Dow down 109. NASDAQ down 49. S&P 500 down 16. Oil down 1. Gold up 2. Sitting at 1619. Stocks are lower for the last 2-3 days. In large part, we're looking at lawmakers. Obama and Boehner got on TV on Monday and basically pointed fingers at each other. 12-year-old politicians trying to get reelected in 2012. But one of the things that they are doing is they're catalyzing their own own voters. Right now, the Democrats hear what the Democrats want to hear. Republicans hear what the Republicans want to hear. And uh, Libertarians are laughing at both of them. Green Party is just trying to get anyone to hear them. Nah, that's all I got. I don't have much today. I want to talk donuts. Do you like donuts, Chad Burton? Uh, you know, I can eat about a half a donut, and then it's just too sweet after that. That's the wrong answer. See, in this world, there is a right answer and a wrong answer. Duncan Brands is going public today. Mm-hmm. And um, they're tied to, did you know this, Baskin-Robbins? Dunkin' Donuts, Baskin-Robbins? Yeah, probably the two worst foods on the planet for a human being. <laughs> Dough cooked in a jacuzzi of grease. I mean, that just sounds good. You heard about fried Kool-Aid balls? I have heard about fried Kool-Aid I wanna, balls. I want to go to a fair so I can try these things. I, I, I don't get it. I've seen them, and they look delicious. Yeah. So, yeah, I get, that's... Again, I don't eat fried foods because I need to keep diet. my exactly. I need to keep my <laughs> svelte, lean, feminine body, um, my big, <laughs> pendulous breasts, um, your moobs. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it! There's desirable third grade teachers out there listening right now that <laughs> might want a piece of this. Just third grade ones, though. Huh? Stop! All right, stop. Uh, 16,000 franchises, 55 countries, 9,900 units internationally. Baskin-Robbins is top ice cream and frozen snack maker. Would you ever invest in a, 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 a let me say this, a donut slash uh, ice cream parlor? I, well, yeah. I mean, it can be a pretty high volume, low cost deal. I mean, the cost, like a frozen yogurt shop, the amount of money that goes into actually making the frozen yogurt, very, very small. So if you get volume and you get you know, the right locations, you can make a lot of money. Would you rather invest, though, instead of Dunkin' Brands, maybe Starbucks? Yeah, you know, Starbucks is a tough one because they sell more milk than coffee for because of the lattes. And so they've been having issues with just dealing with commodity prices. Maybe, maybe my boobs can help them <laughs> <laughs> with the milk costs. Mental picture I'll, I didn't I'll need. I'll just stand at the end. <laughs> need a squirt. Um, uh, I saw a video of man lactating. Is that on Tosh? It was on, it Tosh, was on Tosh. Yeah. Tosh. That was disturbing. How does that happen? <laughs> I don't know. Too many steroids, the wrong kind. I don't know. I'm glad that wasn't explained because it's it's better not explained. Oh, uh, yeah. So let me try to convince you on Dunkin' Donuts and see if I can get you. Um, they're going to have a higher valuation than Starbucks now that they're trading. Mm. So you don't like that. 
They plan to more than double their U.S. locations in the next 20 years. And they're going to open up more Dunkin' Donuts stores than Starbucks stores nationwide. Well, I mean, aren't they... They're kind of an East Coast thing, right? Dunkin' Donuts is a much more popular thing on the East Coast than two percent of Only 2% of their stores in the Western United States. So they have a lot of expansion here on the West Coast. But there, we went to a point in time where a lot of Dunkin' Donuts closed, I remember. So, Are you thinking Krispy Kreme? No, thinking Dunkin' Donuts. Okay. Do you maybe remember? in the Northwest there were several that closed. Do you remember Dunkin' Donuts? Um, not Dunkin' Donuts, but Krispy Kreme I always used to... My problem with them was they just make a donut. Yeah. You know, it's not like they make chicken donuts, although it does sound pretty Bacon good. donuts. You heard about the bacon donut? Oh, yeah. There's um, So if anybody ever goes to Portland, Oregon, yeah. voodoo donuts. Yeah. And they have, like, maple bacon donuts and all sorts of different donuts like that. They're Damn you. pretty crazy. Damn you. You right now, don't you? I Sorry do. about your diet. Anything with bacon's good. Yeah, of course. So. It's better with bacon. You heard about um, Denny's. They got the, the Baconator dessert. Oh, yeah. Where it's ice cream with bacon. <laughs> like, the only thing that makes bacon better. More bacon. More bacon. <laughs> oh, but pig fat or um, back. What do they What do they call that? Pork back? Pork back. So bacon has a great name. It's, it's well marketed. Um, something on the back of the pig. That, like, that doesn't sound attractive. Bacon strips? I don't know. I'm just... Uh, Anyway, there's uh, mostly in New York and uh, New England at this point in time. 250 new locations in 2011. Goal is 15,000. They basically want to destroy America, destroy the world. Yeah. There's nothing fat and caffeinated. There's nothing right about a donut. There's nothing good for you. Yeah. So should we invest in it? Um, You know, if it's got a higher valuation than Starbucks and you're still dealing with commodity prices, um, first of all, it's doing an IPO. So I wouldn't touch it for quite a while anyway. Um, and you know, right now I kind of like stocks that have a global reach and pay a dividend. That's 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 what I'm going to do my research on. That's what I've always said about. I got to be careful. I say this because I don't want to lose my job. <laughs> that's what I've always said about women under the age of 25. <laughs> Until they're 26, I don't want to touch it. <laughs> so with an IPO, you want to give it a year. Yeah. Um. The average person give it a little time. Give it a little seven percent jump that we're seeing on it today. I'm with you. So um, the only thing that I like about Dunkin' Donuts as far as an IPO, and this is I'm trying to show people how to think about money and how mm-hmm. to think about investing. We're talking about comparing it to Starbucks. We're talking about the commodity costs. We're talking about how IPOs tend to underperform in the first year of being publicly traded. But the only thing I like about it is they're opening new stores. And Wall Street can sell a story mm-hmm. of revenue growth. Wall Street can say, I mean, Pete's Coffee, I remember when they went from four, four stores to 16. I made a lot of money on that stock. Yeah. And then they went from 16 to 300. I even made even more. And then I kind of lost it because it got kind of too big. It kind of got a little saturated for the short term. Um, the re- Wall Street likes revenue stories. Yeah, especially in the beginning of those chain growth stories where they're opening new stores. And, and Starbucks and Pete's is a perfect example where Pete's eventually kind of had to stop and slow down their store growth cause, and their stock stalled right along with it. And Starbucks and Pete's have dealt with you know coffee being at, what, a 13-year high? And yes. being able to pass those costs along. And so Dunkin' Donuts are dealing with commodities on the 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 grains to make the donuts, and then also the coffee itself. But it's been a, it's a chain that's been around for a long, long time. And each chain, they all do the things the same exact way. Which is what it's, we like. The process has been proven. Right. So they've got a good business plan, a good business model. and But eventually, they're, they're, they're only going to be able to grow so much. Unless they it sounded like the guy from Pulp Fiction, where the Big Mac's the same internationally, but it has a different name, the, the Mac Royale oh, or yeah. whatever. 
So McDonald's is successful because it's the same fries, it's the same everything nationwide, worldwide. Well, I don't know. It's, McDonald's is pretty different overseas than it is here. Same food. Same processed, awful, horrible stuff. Did you know this is interesting about McDonald's? In the United States, McDonald's is cheaper than organic food. Every other country, organic food is cheaper than McDonald's. Hmm. That makes kind so of like, makes sense. Yeah, if you think about it, yeah, like I mean, we lack of farmland here and people coming off the farms and in, in it's other that's scary. Like you can go down to like Bolivia and yeah. you can get a live chicken for forty cents, but you're paying like eight bucks for chicken McNuggets in in Bolivia. That's the way it should be. The more processed it is, the more it should cost. But yet they're able to get their cost down here because they overprocess it. Yeah, that's true. But that's, I mean, the whole food thing, and McDonald's is a perfect example, play on emerging markets and the middle-class growth overseas. I mean, the first thing that, that if you're a lower-class person and you start, you know, earning more money, you eat better and you dress better. That's the two first things that you tend to do. So it goes right into food and Nikes and other things like that. So I have a chef friend at Saint-Sauvie in um, Los Gatos. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's the kind of guy, he'll come to your table and talk to you for, you know, 45 minutes to an hour and a half about your wine, where you got the food, like how goats now are real popular because they're being farmed up in Oregon and you can have, you know, goat. He could said, he said he could use every part of a goat. I'm like, every part? Every part. He's, I don't want to know that. I know, but he's that kind of restaurant. That's a good thing. That's not a bad thing. <laughs> um, with that said, Sansovi, he said, you know, I challenge you, Rob, uh, take a thing of McDonald's fries and try to make it for to make it yourself you can't no. how they're able to turn that potato into that many fries is almost impossible everyone should eat at Saint Sauvie Josiah Sloan by the way fantastic show I think he's the best in the whole Bay Area you haven't even taken me there I'm gonna hurt right now a little bit last time I was there Steve Jobs really another table it's the best restaurant in Saratoga it's in Saratoga Saint Sauvie Josiah Sloan and I get no freebies <laughs> and 10 week, week, nudge, nudge, poke, poke. You don't plug it enough, so. We'll maybe, take a break. We'll come back and talk employee benefits. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. If you elect me president, I will put in prison spammers. If you elect me president, I'll work for a dollar. I don't have much of a platform beyond that. I just want to put Sold. I, spammers, man. Oh, no, wait, wait. And if you like me, President, I'll make mandatory 401ks across America so that people can take care of their own retirement. You know, something like that has to happen. I know. Unfortunately, I mean, unfortunately, it's going to be a situation where to fix Social Security, people under, say, 45 would have to get out of the program. They still have to pay half in, but half. Because when you basically, uh, to make it simple, about 7% of your paycheck on your side and 7% on your employer side goes into FICA or Social Security. Yeah. Right? 
And that's not enough to support the system that we have because of so many baby boomers retirement. It's a broken system. Social Security, Medicare, Medicaid are the biggest drains on this country. That's Chad Burton, ladies and gentlemen, certified financial planner Chad Burton. The debate goes on. Professor Jeremy Siegel recently said the only way to control debt is to bite the bullet and reverse the steady growth that has characterized the federal government for decades. He wants to see a long-term plan for reduced government spending, notably for entitlement programs like Medicare. He opposes any increases in taxes, an outlook in many ways similar to the Republican saying. He says the great problem with debt is Medicare long-term. And he says significant cutback in Medicare is inevitable. But the thing is, is it can be done so much better because I, you can't take those benefits away from people. I can. You, you, I'll introduce a flu that kills old people. Vote <laughs> Rob Black. <laughs> I know. I know you will. Gosh. The funny thing is, is you, I, I've seen you hug so many old people. You love – so come to the event. Rob will give you a hug if you're old. I promise. But it, it, it's, it's, it's one of those deals where it could be fixed. If we just got – everybody got tax credits in this country – no. Even if you're at the income level where you don't get – you don't pay taxes, cause, which is about 40, 50 percent of the country. Yes. If you get a check where you could go out and buy your own health insurance yes. as a credit, then yes. you'd have companies going after your business and being competitive. It's such a pain to bill Medicare. Medicare reimbursements have gone down. Doctors are making less money, and the system isn't working any better. The more government involvement that you have in these issues, the worse they get. The government has become bigger and bigger and bigger, and these programs have become worse and worse and worse. I agree. It's, I don't think there's a real huge need for tax increases right now because spending has just continued to skyrocket from Bush on. So what you're basically saying is our government Medicare system is kind of like fat bloated Elvis. Yeah. As he, went, as he gained weight and took more drugs, his colon became – he died with over 25 pounds of food in his colon. Great to know. Great to Thank know. Thank you. <laughs> um, on the toilet. And you think Medicare is going to end like a bloated Elvis dying on the toilet? It, ha- it has to. It's just not working. You know, I got kicked out of Graceland once for asking the tour guide if I could see the toilet that the king died on. Really? You just, they kicked you out? Kicked me out. Flat out, that was the thing. I was singing, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm all messed up, but I changed <laughs> the word messed up. F. Because I was drinking. You want to see Graceland, but you don't want to do it sober. Of course. I, was, I, I, was I think in, I would have to be drunk to even want to go see Graceland. I was in college, but I got kicked out for the crossing the line toilet line joke. Now, did your buddies go with you, or did they say, screw you, a, Rob? You just ruined the whole trip for us, and they made you sit outside on the curb while they... It was a college Graceland? spring break, and I was going to Virginia, and I didn't realize Tennessee was a big state. How long do you think it takes to drive coast to coast across Tennessee? Too long. I don't know. 18 hours. And if you look at so it, you took, it, wait a minute. You took a college road trip to Tennessee. Yeah, wow. To see Graceland, <laughs> I got. I, I was like, girlfriend, you want to go? She's like, hell yeah. I was like, roommate, you want to go? He's like, yeah. So the three of us got in the car. I thought it was going to be a six-hour drive because the state doesn't look that big, right? But it's all mountain, so it's windy left, windy right, windy left. So you go through Knoxville, you get to Memphis, and thirty miles outside of Memphis, you start seeing these lightning bolts. What do you think lightning bolts have to do with Elvis? It's his ghost? I don't know. Well, first and foremost, everyone makes money off Elvis, which is, is sick. But the second thing is, no, it, it's TCBY. No, TCB, lightning bolt. Taking care of business in a flash. That was his motto, his life motto. My life motto is sometimes you get hit in the face with a pie, sometimes you're hip deep in pie. Who cares? I love pie. His was taking care of business in a flash. That's it. Okay. Thank you. Thanks Elvis, for the Elvis education. Elvis cured my hemorrhoids. It's the one thing about that whole trip. That I do know his ghost did help me out there. <laughs> no, you've really killed the show. <laughs>
So back to um, Siegel. You kind of agree with Siegel that significant cut in Medicare spending is inevitable. Yeah, it's well, it's it's a, it's a, it has to be totally revamped. I mean, there's there's no way that the if you just look at the math and cutting, I mean, you got to freeze spending because you can't cut the entitlement programs without fixing it. Now, Siegel, it's just impossible. It's what forty five percent of the revenues for the government go to these programs. Siegel's buddy Schiller, Siegel and Schiller, kind of tied at the hip. He wants higher taxes, a lot higher taxes. Uh, more aggressive spending program than the Democrats. He wants to balance tandem of higher government spending, higher government spending, and higher taxes. He thinks this would provide government stimulus without an increase in debt, much as the U.S. did after World War II. He believes the government should cut debt by reigning in spending only after the economy is growing normally again. He says it's politically unpopular. What do you think? I don't think you need a big increase in taxes. And, and the reason is is – I think it needs to be a totally new system. I mean, the the amount of time that it takes for it's an to be a totally person, new system. It, it has to be a new system because, first of all, half, the, the, people, half the people in this country don't even pay taxes, right? No, that's half the people in this country and don't most pay. Of the people, no, 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 no. Half the people don't pay federal taxes. Right. Everyone that I know pays pay state, state taxes. They pay uh, um, income to, uh, sales tax. They pay a lot of taxes. Uh, Property taxes. Most of America pays taxes. Yeah, but just in, not federal on the federal side. They don't exactly. So I don't know, Rob. It's it's a tough it's a tough situation. But when, <laughs> when the average person can't do their own tax return, there's something yeah. wrong with the tax. I return. agree. I can't do my own tax return, and I consider myself um, like the coyote. I consider myself a genius. <laughs> the, coy- want- the coyote's a genius. He just kept trying to kill the roadrunner over and over again, and never. Oh, he was like Wolfkiss, genius kiss, or something like that. It was on his business card. Oh, okay. I always wondered why he never sued Acme. Good point. Just back in the cartoon those, days, there was no lawsuits. Like none that. of those things worked. I mean, he'd have a rocket that would blow up and like fry him to a crisp. But I mean, in this day and age, you sue over that kind of stuff. Car would run out of gas right over a cliff. Like he had, he had a pretty good case, in my opinion. <laughs> You're right. Okay, here, here I was as a kid. <laughs> I hated that Roadrunner. Didn't you once want Coyote to, to get... succeed? Yeah, I mean, you eventually want the underdog to win. You wanted Sylvester to eat that Tweety Bird. You just finish it. I know he, he'd get him in his mouth all the time, and he'd never chew. What's break what's the with bird's that? neck? Put down a little canine tooth on it. <laughs> See, I didn't like Tweety. Tweety cocky. Yeah, Roadrunner cocky. So I, I've always pulled for the underdog. I think. <laughs> what's wrong with me? This is a money show, too. By the way. I think we just did a great segment on Medicare and Siegel and that. What do you want to talk about, Mr. Smarty Pants? Uh, well, we were talking about employee benefits to take, so. Oh, out of time. Sorry, no advice today. <laughs> employee benefits up next on the Chad Burton and Rob Black Palooza of Money. <laughs> we're going to be also talking about buyer's remorse when you buy Groupon deals. Pick up the phone, give us a call. Do you like this kind of radio? Do you hate this kind of radio? 800 516 1220. It's 800. 516-1220. Hey, at least we're not lame like Sarah and Vinny. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. You hear the little Roadrunner meet me? Meet me. It's Chad Burton yesterday. There we go. <laughs> Yesterday, you and I. Uh... Hey, Rob. Now that so, having kids, I look at these old uh, cartoons yeah. now. 
Oh, these are super, super violent compared to oh, cartoons yeah. these days. They've taken, like, wow. Cartoons are tough to find, right? Good cartoons? Well, like, no. Like, if you look at Nick Jr. and Nick, it's like Meow Kailan. It's all, like, teaching kids to speak Chinese and um, Yo Gabba Gabba, the dolls that dance around. It's, um, yeah. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. Um, I, I don't know. I've got all the Thomas the Tank Engine training Thomas ones memorized. The... <laughs> I've seen. And the Wiggles. The Wiggles. I've had to go to two Wiggles concerts. Ooh. Yeah. Your testosterone, did your testosterone drop? Uh, levels drop? <laughs> I think it did. I, I almost for, I left the Wiggles concert, and I wanted to go buy a minivan. I don't, that, was, I was, that's a problem. Were you the only dude there? Because I would imagine no. most no. soccer moms were, were there. There, You know, there was there was actually more guys than I expected. Uh, the... I just had to, I had to be the one that took them based on schedule. So if I still would, I'd still <laughs> do it again because the kids loved it back then. But okay, ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know who the Wiggles are, strangely I do. Um, <laughs> I saw a concert commercial for them at they're HP. Genius. They're just they're bad singers. They yeah. can barely play anything, and they act like dorks. And they've made millions of dollars. They're kind of an Australian Fab Four. Yep, for kids. They dress in what looks like Star Trek uniforms. <laughs> exactly. And they got dolls that dance with them and kids that dance with them. And, you know, they'll do songs like, I'm an Adderall, toot, toot. You can tell they were just theater nerds in high school, too. Just total nerds. And now everybody that they went to high school with is looking back and, oh, my gosh. They I'm, not gonna say any, I'm not going to say anything negative, but it's a pretty feminine show. They, they act feminine? It kind of comes across that way. Could be. Yeah, you kind of look at him and say, well, in real life, I probably wouldn't let my kids hang out with them exactly. by themselves. That, that's kind of <laughs> what I'm implying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Can you pull yeah, some Rick. wiggles? Oh, I love Rick. For the... hot potato, hot there you go, hot potato. Yeah. Oh, no, this hot is going to be in my head potato, all day long. Hot potato, hot potato. Oh, boy. Potato, yep, the wiggles. You brought it up. Huge franchise. Potato, I'm telling you. I was going to say... Um, the shows are sold out. What's the... And then the one guy got sick or died or left or something. The main, or the heavy. The main, the main singer. The They're heavy. just not the same anymore. <laughs> Luckily, my kids have grown out of them. The heavy. That's just a rumor, by the way. It's innuendo. That's maybe that true. It's awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. There's one that has a crazy voice. The, the you and I, why don't you and I do Pirate this? Feather Sword. That is pretty. That's pretty femme. Captain Feather Sword. I'll wear a tankini or something like that. Like keep Captain Feather Sword away from my children. <laughs> that's all I can say. That's wrong. Captain Feather Sword. Yeah, that's his name. So yeah, pretty creepy. Okay. <laughs> so disability insurance. Disability. Yeah, it was. Uh, we were talking yesterday to the, the people over at Cafe Press. Great group. Great group. It was nice to. Get um that many people. You know what I was surprised was how many artistic people work at Cafe Press, like a lot of artists. Like I thought it was going to be more engineers and um, mm-hmm. computer types, but they hire artists to do a lot of their graphic design and design work for their T-shirts. Yeah, I was expecting more custom T-shirts in the crowd though. I think there's only four or five. Yeah, I was a little disappointed. But, by that. And you know what I was really we didn't get custom T-shirts. I know. So like I could have got I wanted a shirt that said "Best Money Guy Ever," and I wanted one that said "I'm with Skinny." <laughs> Pointing to you. Oh, man. Okay, so employee <laughs> benefits. Get to it, man. Okay, well, time. California disability coverage, um, you can go to, and it's one of those things where 1% of everybody's paycheck in California goes to this, but they a lot of people don't really know what it covers. 
and you can go to edd.ca.gov um, and find out how disability coverage works. But if you're disabled, and there's some benefits if you're pregnant, or if you have a baby as well. So, but you have to know the benefits. It's a maximum of 55% of coverage up to $987 a week, only for 52 weeks. So that's, you know, you've got about a year's worth of coverage if you're disabled. That's it. So that's why you still need to go buy disability coverage on your own. So typically people, through their employers, they can buy both disability insurance and long-term care insurance. Now, when you go to buy disability coverage, you need to cover about 67% of your income because right. when you get it, as long as you pay for it with after-tax dollars, it comes tax-free. So you don't need to replace 100%. But you need to have something in place so that if you can't do your own job, it replaces your income. And you might be able to do something else, but if you can't do your own job, it replaces your income to age 65 if you're if something bad happens. Which a lot of us don't realize. If you're under the age of 50, there's more likelihood that you're going to be disabled yeah. than that you're going to die. Right. There's a 1 in 25 chance that you're going to be disabled versus the chance of dying before your life expectancy is, is much, much smaller. Right. So My life expectancy, 88. So the better chance that I crack a hip and, and miss work or get in a skiing accident or get hit by a drunk driver, there's a much higher chance that... I get disabled versus die. Yep, and it's it's for job hoppers, people that are in the industry that, that change jobs a lot. It's important to know that typically you get a better deal on disability insurance when you buy it through your group plan and the employer because of the discount rates. Life insurance, you try to want – typically you can get a better deal if you go on your own to an insurance broker and buy a 20-year level term policy. But disability insurance, the group benefits – usually have enough of a discount. But if you're in the tech job, let's say you're in tech sales, and you know how, Rob, tech sales guys, they send, they tend to swap companies every 12 to 18 months, Absolutely. Right? I mean, they just all rotate, and they end up working at the same get, place twice they, in 10 years. Benefits get cut, they move to another They're firm. gone. So and if, you, if you job hop a lot, then you might want to buy your own disability coverage so that no matter where you go, you have your disability insurance coverage with you. And unfortunately, Rob, it's expensive. I mean, typically people have to pay 1% to 3% of their income to protect 100% of their income if they're disabled. Is that, so, is that a fair price? Um, yeah, I mean it's just an average price. Okay. So it's it's tough. You got to save ten percent of paying your four hundred one k to be able to ever retire. Then you got to to protect your income. You got to pay for your disability and life insurance. About ends up being about one to five percent of your pay. And that's something you do inside your company. Like you have your company pay for disability as kind of a perk or a benefit. But not everyone has that opportunity. Well, I have two. So I have policies on my own that I pay for to replace income. And then inside the company, we have key man disability insurance so that if I'm disabled and I can't run New Focus Financial, it would pay me my buyout and somebody else to come in and, and take my place as the CEO and head certified financial planner. So business owners really have to do that type of planning too, especially if you're in a partnership and one of your partners becomes disabled. I mean, it's your partner. You still want to take care of their family. And But you've got to also run your business and, and fund for your other employees. So you need disability and coverage to continue to fund the paycheck of the partner that's disabled and fund the buyout um, and continue to have the company go. So, I mean, there's been a lot of companies that have sunk because of disability. You don't have to say about that. What's that? Hot potato, hot potato. <laughs> yummy, yummy, yummy. <laughs> it is now in the mind, right? It is. Uh, so what else? Disability insurance is critically important because people uh, can get disabled. And a lot of people don't realize when you're disabled, you become very poor very fast. You drain your emergency funds enormously quickly. Well, and then it tends to happen to those that have accumulated assets, too, and rental properties. And, you know, all of a sudden you miss a couple of mortgage payments and then your credit's bad. And then everything else you want to buy in the future is more expensive because your credit's bad. 
and it just creates this financial house of cards. So if you're a family that it's it's too tough to buy a full-fledged disability policy that covers you to age 65 because it can be expensive, then at least look at kind of the Aflacs out there, the stuff that covers you for some short-term periods. So like if being disabled for a year or two. Aflac. Aflac. Gilbert Gottfried fired. Yeah. No longer the duck. Dumb comments after Japan, right? Hey, I made the same dumb comments. Yeah. Well, so. his voice is replaceable. Have you ever laughed at Gilbert Godfrey? Yes. In a stand-up? When he once said, who thought of World War II, Americans in a prison camp, and it's a comedy? Hogan's Hero. Like, he, that's a funny joke. Where Hogan's Hero, who came to a TV producer and said, let's do a concentration camp comedy? He's still, I'm not. I'm still not laughing. It, just because you yell it in a stupid voice doesn't make it funny. Gilbert. That's his real voice. Right. That's his real voice. I've yeah. met him in person. That's too bad. <laughs> I've never. There's. I, I watch roasts on Comedy Central all the time, and he comes on and just like kills the show. Okay, take your wife, beat her off. Stop eating hot dogs. <laughs> Let's go to David in Livermore. How are you, David? Hello, how are you doing? I got a question for Chad Burton. Is me after I'm 65 and I'm still working, I don't have to have disability insurance? 65 and still working. Yeah, typically a disability policy covers your income until you're age 65 unless you've bought something different to extend it longer. Um, and hopefully by 65, uh, you've saved enough assets so that you can retire. So then it becomes an issue of most people will end up stopping their disability insurance coverage because if they're disabled then they just go into retirement and they look at buying long-term care insurance instead and that's going to be if you're disabled in retirement medicare doesn't really have coverage for nursing homes inside of it for over 100 days so then you have to buy long-term care insurance that becomes your disability insurance in retirement ah thanks for clearing that up you bet thanks for the call 65 and still working living the dream yeah it's you know and and talking about Long-term care insurance, which is really your disability insurance for retirement. Just uh, yesterday, I was running a financial projection for a couple, and, and based on what they had in assets and how much they wanted to spend in retirement, they were, you know, if they lived till ninety to, to hundred, they would have been leaving two point five million to their kids. If one of them went into a nursing home for three years in the late eighties or the late seventies, they would have been out of money by age ninety. That's how big of a deal nursing home costs are in retirement. That's why you, you want to schedule an appointment with Chad Burton, certified financial planner. You can go to newfocusfinancial.com. It's newfocusfinancial.com. We'll take a break here. We got more interesting, insightful financial commentary. At least I think so. Couple minutes, twelve twenty, Business Radio. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black talking money financial. What's happening on Wall Street? Retirement issues. Yesterday, Chad and I went to Cafe Press and talked to the employees there. We enjoyed doing that. We welcome people inviting us to their groups. Um... In an hour and a half, we kind of went through all the. It's kind of it was kind of a financial boot camp slash stock option boot camp. Yeah, a lot of a lot of issues and from employee benefits even to once you have employee stock options, how you 
really look at that now the taxation works with non-qualified stock options incentive stock options amt did you see the glaze looks in 90 percent of their eyes when you're talking options like they have they have options and they have no clue what to do well it's such a uh, options at the company that you work for and this is why a lot of companies aren't giving them out anymore because the accounting's tough for them and and it's tough for people to understand and for example, in 1999, when incentive stock options were the big deal, when you exercise and hold them, they're not taxed at the regular income tax bracket, but they're subject to AMT tax. So a lot of people exercised late in 1999, owed a huge AMT tax, and stocks crashed, went to zero the following year. And so they didn't have anything to sell to pay the taxes with, and you can't go bankrupt with the IRS. Um, but people need to know that if they were in that situation, Rob, back in 1999 and they paid all these AMT taxes on stock options and other things like that, they get AMT tax credit. And recent tax law changes allowed you to accelerate the use of AMT tax credit. And so if, if people aren't aware of that, if they were looking back to 1999, 2000, and they remember paying a bunch of AMT tax for stock options, there might be ways to get those AMT tax credits back. So that's why, you know, you really have, once you have wealth, you've really got to have a good accountant on your team. You've got to have a good CPA or enrolled agent that's familiar with things like stock options and AMT tax. Kisses Gene Simmons just proposed to his longtime girlfriend, mother of his children. Is the world coming to an end? His is. No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember Kiss as a kid? Um, a little bit. Not a lot. I, think. I was scared of them. I was scared of Blue Oyster Cult. I was scared of Metallica. Like, all the metal bands but scared Kiss me. Kiss is kind of enough ahead of Metallica, right? True, true. So you're a little bit older but than see, the me. whole Yeah, absolutely. So Kiss was probably huge, what, when you were in junior high? Seven years old. Seven years old? Yeah. Okay. Um, so Kiss, and they came out with a TV movie where they're in a theme park or something like that. But um, Gene Simmons sells coffins, like. You and I should sell coffins. He sells coffins? Kiss sells anything. They'll put their name and their image on anything. But the coffin actually doubles as an ice cooler, <laughs> so, which is kind of cool. Yeah, of course. And you can, somebody dies, you can put them in there and keep collecting their Social Security check. There you go. <laughs> With that I'm said. <laughs> Where do I sign up? I was, a, I was one of those children who was kind of like kind of a wussy for a while. Um, I was, You're mama's boy. The last, I was, last boy in the group, right? I was last boy at a gaggle of five. Um, but I remember Kiss stood for Knights in Satan's Service, or that was the rumor. <laughs> and I think that was enough to scare me away from them. But all my friends liked it, so I kind of pretended that I liked it. Mm -hmm. But I didn't know. I want to rock all night and party all day. I didn't know that song. Like I, I knew I knew the, the sissy song where Peter Chris would sing, Beth, I hear you calling, but I can't come home. Like, I fell were for you this. in drama class? No! Uh, Somewhere I, I got testosterone levels that were normalized. tuba? <laughs> Did I play the tuba? No, I played the flute. <laughs> Did you really? No, I played the drums. I was actually kicked out of band because... Uh, you played the one drum that you strap around your chest and you're in the marching band? Is that the drum you played? No, I was so bad at rhythm that I got kicked off the drums and put on cymbals in the marching band. <laughs> so all you had to do was go... Like that was monkey. You were, you were a band monkey. I was a band monkey. I was so bad. <laughs> Wait, they put me... That's marching band. In concert, they moved me the triangle. <laughs> So, wait, next one cowbell. Wait, cl close to cowbell. Cowbell cooler. Gotta have more cowbell. Um, so, okay, so I said, there was one song, there's a theme to Star Trek that had a da 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 da, and you go, and you'd steal the show. And then you'd, I don't know. <laughs> I actually have a Christmas ornament that my mother made for me. I can't me. believe you're in marching band. <laughs> wait, wait, I got kicked out of marching band.
Um, I got kicked out of both band and march because I had no rhythm. I couldn't play. I try. I, I can see that about you, Rob. Black, I don't. I've never seen you dance. I dance. You can dance. See, the problem with me dancing is I'm. I'm a little. There's parts of my body that keep moving. Thirty <laughs> seconds after I stop dancing. <laughs> so <Your> moves. <laughs> moves. They kind of like do a circular gyration movement thing that's hypnotic, and um, it starts fights at at, at dance, dance places. <laughs> People are like, "What the? Heck? What is that?" And they get mesmerized, and next thing you know, fists are flying. Because your girl's like, why are you looking at my man like that? <laughs> <laughs> what else you got today? Oh, I don't, oh, so employee benefits, a little bit more on that. So the way you deal with stock options, to, to kind of put, put it in perspective for people, once your stock options, when you're looking at the vested amount, and you're looking at the, typically you're not looking at the after-tax value because it doesn't show you that. You're looking at the, the, if you exercise and sell, here's the gross proceeds, you're going to have to pay taxes on that. So when that amount ends up being over 10% of your net worth, you have to come up with a plan to exercise and diversify, all right, and pay those taxes. And just because you're exercising doesn't mean you're, you're taking yourself out of the market. You're going to exercise and sell and then have a plan to immediately reinvest those funds, it's a matter of being diversified. Right. So, you know, for younger people... And having all your assets in one company is crazy. Right, because you get your benefits, your health insurance, your paycheck, everything. Your mortgage. It's all tied towards one paycheck. It is. And, you know, what, what happens is... One of the things I was going over yesterday is people have to pay 10% of pay into your 401k, but younger people, Social Security is not going to be the same. If Social Security is there, mm. so are higher taxes. So really, you've got to figure out how am I going to save 10 to 20% of pay starting at age 30. So 10% in your 401k and then have a plan to diversify at least an amount of your options equal to 10% of your pay each year at a minimum. So that way you don't get too overweighted in the, the stock of the company that you work for. So I got a quick email. Let's answer it. It says, should I panic and sell everything until Washington makes the deal last minute? Thanks, Steve. I think the entire market already knows that it's going to be last minute. And what the issue is, and there's going to be short-term trading in either direction around it. I don't think you make any long-term decisions based on that. Sounds good. You can find Chad Burton, get an appointment. He's a financial planner at newfocusfinancial.com, newfocusfinancial.com. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. I'll be back in 22 hours. Tonight, don't forget to listen to Casey Husler's insurance show on Money 2.0. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.